Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. The Holy Spirit says, Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at the rebellion in the day of testing in the desert, where your ancestors tested and tried me and saw my works for 40 years. Because of this, I was provoked with that generation, and I said, They have always been of erring heart, and they do not know my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you may have an evil and unfaithful heart so as to forsake the living God. Encourage yourselves daily while it is still today, so that none of you may grow hardened by the deceit of sin. We have become partners of Christ, if only we hold the beginning of the reality firm until the end. The word of the Lord. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us, for he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. Oh, that today you would hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. Forty years I was wearied of that generation. I said, this people's heart goes astray. They do not know my ways. Therefore I swore in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to him and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched the leper and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. Then he said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. They cut our hands off. They nail us to crosses. They throw us to wild beasts, imprison us and burn us. And we submit to every kind of torture. Yet everyone knows that we do not betray our faith. Rather, the worse our sufferings, the more there are who embrace faith and devotion in the name of Jesus. That was Justin Martyr writing in the middle of the second century. He was describing the plight of early Christians who happily accepted death rather than renounce their faith. We have become partners of Christ if only we hold the beginning of the reality firm until the end. That was the author to the letter to the Hebrews writing in the late first century reminding his readers that they've become partners of Christ. The thing about partnerships is that most invariably they involve written contracts. Our partnership, our contract with Christ was written in blood, his blood. Christ defeated death by suffering and dying. In doing so, he turned the once evil thing of suffering into a good thing. 
And so we call it Good Friday. It is good because suffering gives a person the opportunity to unite himself to Christ in a mysteriously beautiful way, producing a most beautiful partnership. St. Pope John Paul II wrote, the Redeemer suffered in place of man and for man. Every man has his own share in the redemption. That means every man is to suffer and the suffering he endures when united to Christ's passion is redemptive. It has meaning. In today's morally confused post-Christian world, suffering is now regarded as one of the greatest evils there can be. It then must be stamped out along with people's lives, if necessary. For how, the faithless ask, can one truly live or be happy if he is crippled with pain and has to suffer? The author of Hebrews was not confused. He saw suffering as a means to overcome our spiritual weakness. Or like today, it was no easy thing being a Christian at the time Hebrews was written. Take care not to forsake the living God, the author wrote. Encourage yourselves daily while it is still today so that none of you may grow hardened by the deceit of sin. Yes, encourage yourself daily with prayer and stay in the state of grace. Keep the gift that was given to you. For faith alone does not get your cross carried. No, faith is just the start of things. Grace helps one to carry his cross. But being human, he stumbles and falls. The idea is to keep getting back up. That is why Christ left us the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Following Christ's courageous example, we find our strength and our nourishment in his body and blood. Let us take heart then and remain firm. We have a partnership written in blood, and our partner carries the cross with us. How beautiful. How can we lose knowing that? Would we not happily accept death rather than renounce our faith, this partnership? <laughs> 